um, this may be a follow-up. Oftentimes we talk about experiencing Nibbana directly, but how is this possible if consciousness ceases during Nibbana? <laughs> hmm. Well, that is an experience, isn't it? It's an experience to have consciousness suddenly cease on you. It's all just words. It doesn't mean much. Consciousness ceases. It's like, um, suppose you have a, a, a machine. Think of, of the body or the, the being as a machine that's running 24-7. And so it's got a lot of problems because of that. It's heating up, it's melting, it's fraying or it's wearing away or so on. Let's not say fraying and wearing. We can say that, but let's say in general it's it's uh, overheating, right? And it's much more. The, the human being is much more complicated, and nibbana is a little bit more um, subtle than that. But but take it in general. The idea of just turning the machine off for just a short time, and how that feels when you come back online again how it feels to have just gone offline for a bit that's that's the that that's how it, how nibbana, nibbana is during the time that the machine is off there's no activity but you'd certainly feel it after you come back the, when the mind returns there's something different and you know that you've quote unquote experienced something that is beyond explanation unless you just want to explain consciousness ceases which is kind of spoiling the fun see the problem with saying consciousness ceases Nibbana consciousness ceases is that it it's true but it's so dull right you you can't you, you can you can explain Nibbana but you can't describe it you can't there's no words that you could use to do justice to it. Let's put it that way. So no matter you might be able to technically say it's this or it's that, you can't do justice to it. And so that's the danger of putting, trying to put it into words. Not that it's difficult to understand or, or, or so on. It's, it's, you know, it's an experience. You know? So whether that's accurate or not, because obviously there's no consciousness or the consciousness that is experiencing it has ceased, which is the experience itself, the cessation of consciousness. Um, but you know, it's it, it's actually technically it's not described as the cessation of consciousness. There's the, it, it, the, the technical aspects of it are difficult. They say that consciousness is still there but it's taking Nibbana as an object. And I don't want to go into those technical aspects. I like my explanation better. But it's not it's wrong, no? The the the, the, the dogma, the the canonical explanation is that consciousness is still there, but it's taking Nibbana as an object. And that just means would it it's be almost, ceased. would it be almost like the 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 idea that True nibbana is a lack of, of any. It's total presence. In other words, there is no no past whatsoever, and there is no future. 
that you're dwelling exactly just as it were right in the middle in that split nanosecond. Well, in, in yeah. fact, there is no such thing as time in that respect, isn't it? Uh, That's right. Because the future is just simply, or the present is just the future going on its journey to the past. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's that split, split moment. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of like to think of Nibbana in that term that it is the present, but since it is true presence with no passion, mm -hmm. no future, there's almost like there is no consciousness. Well, I may be totally off track with that. Well, the, the problem is that Nibbana, the, 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 the accurate definition of Nibbana is the cessation of suffering. And if you're totally in the present moment contemplating um, an object, a conventional object, if there's an experience where you thinking, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, feeling, thinking, then there's suffering, because those things are by definition dukkha. So Nibbana has no see, there's no seeing, no hearing, no smelling, no tasting, no feeling, and no thinking, and, and subs uh, or because of that there's no memory of it and there is no recognition in it all of those things have uh, all of those things cease so it, it it's you know poetically accurate to say it's it's true present moment but i think you have to be careful because there are ways of describing a truly present state which you might in fact um use to describe the moment before nibbana where one is truly present and truly sees the truth of suffering, really sees things as they are, because the next moment is cessation. Here's a personal question. Wait, 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 let me stop. I'm sorry. 